Welcome to this episode of From the Principal's Desk, where we look at the role of principal in our Lutheran schools and give you helpful tips and tricks for how to make it through your day just a little bit easier. My name is Rob Lunak. I'm the principal at Mount Calvary Lutheran School in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and my co-host is Mike Scheman. Yeah, my name is Mike Scheman. I'm principal at Bethany Lutheran School in Parma, Ohio. And uh, I, I'm kind of excited by our topic today. I think when people hear what it is, Rob, they're going to, it's going to do one of two things. It's either going to create um, anxiety or excitement. <laughs> and I know that the, the word accreditation can really create a lot of butterflies in people's stomach to think of um, the work that that is and how do you go through accreditation while managing your school and doing all of the other expectations that are placed upon you. But I think in our discussion today, it'll become clear what a blessing it is to be an accredited school and also the blessing of NLSA, our National Lutheran School Accreditation. Yeah, so accreditation is something that I think some people would like to forget about until their accreditation year, right? Every five years you go, oh, we have to do this. But that is something that for a principal is kind of always in the forefront because you should be working off that plan every year because it helps you really grow. You have an outside group that can come in look at what you're doing and say, okay, these things are great and these things could be improved just a little bit and then you can build a plan from that that's not just you kind of picking your goals. Obviously, those are important and those play into that, but then you have kind of some outside validation and that's why they even call it the validation team and that's just so helpful and it's such a great process. So if, do you want to give kind of a, a brief deep dive into accreditation for our listeners? Yeah, sure. The... Um... What Rob is saying is spot on. I feel that the, the goal of accreditation is to be a support to you as a, as a leader. Rob already said that there's outside people that come in and view your school. And in a lot of cases, those people will have the capacity or maybe the ears of the leadership to say things that you as a principal maybe have been trying to say or haven't been able to get across or maybe even haven't seen. But the process, if you've never been an accredited school, um, is to start thinking about what are, what are your goals, what do you want, what do you see as the strengths and, and the challenges of your school, and then to start reaching out to your ed exec in your district and to talk about, hey, I think this might be a good time for us to accredit. Now, for those people that are kind of on the fence that might be listening, um, you will find a million excuses as to why now might not be a good time. But I'm going to also argue the flip side to say, now is the best time. It's a process that you go through. It's something that you can work into your schedule that people will support you on, and you can go through accreditation when you're ready to do that. You would reach out and simply fill out an application with your ed exec. There would be a review on that, and you would start going through a self-study process. There's a website that has all of the resources available that walks you through what, what the process is. And as a school, you're going to develop a steering committee and a team of people that are going to be looking at seven different standards of the NLSA accreditation process. It's, it's exciting because you involve a lot of people in this process. It's really a unifying process for a school. And you're going to see where you certainly do excel and you're going to be able to celebrate those successes. And you're also going to see areas where you know that there is growth needed. As you rank yourself and, and rate where you are on a one to four scale, you'll start to see where, where there might be some deficiencies. And then those deficiencies are translated into a school action plan. And with the support of the validation team, with the support of your district behind you, other schools, other principals, and your own staff, 
you'll be working toward fulfilling the goals that are listed on your school action plan. So really, as a principal, this gives you a lot of guidance and a lot of support to be able to make your school an excellent school, all for the sake of the gospel and sharing the love of Jesus with kids and their families. Rob, anything to add to that, or was that a clean summary? <laughs> no, that was, that was a very good summary. There are, are two things I want to drag out that you mentioned a little bit. So one of those is sometimes that outside group can tell people what you've been telling them, but maybe they need it from a different voice, right? And so one of the, the questions I've seen a captain ask a principal in when they meet with that team is, hey, what's something you really want us to put in this report as something you need fixed? Because sometimes the board will hear it from the principal, the teacher will hear it from the principal, and they'll go, ah, that's kind of just their hobby horse. That's something they want. But to hear it from a group and say, hey, we're putting this in your plan. We want this improved. Sometimes it's as simple as the principal really wants security cameras, and their board's like, oh, we can't afford it. We're not going to do it. We're in a small town. Why bother? But if you have the accreditation team come in and say, hey, you need these. We want these in your plan. That gives that principal a little bit more oomph with their board, which is always a great thing. And the second thing I want to talk about just a little bit is turning over those rocks, right? I understand accreditation can be scary because you go, oh, what if we get a bad score? And you might get a lower score than you want. I think when I led our school through accreditation, we scored okay. But there were a couple areas where we thought we did really well. And they said, oh, well, there are other people doing those better. So instead of giving you a four, we're going to give you a three, which is still good, right? That's still not a problem. But sometimes we are afraid to turn those rocks over because what might crawl out we don't know sometimes it's difficult to look at the things where are maybe a struggle for our school or those things that we think we're doing really well and then we find out that they're not as great but that is a really important part of that process because like mike said we're doing this for the gospel so we need to be the best we can at it we're not dealing with just accreditation on a piece of paper we're dealing with salvation and that that is literally an eternal thing we got to deal with so we want to be good at it that's right. Yeah, it's, it's why we exist. It's the core of who we are as Lutheran schools. And this certainly plays into that. We want to be the best um, because our kids deserve the best. And uh, we, we can do that in a lot of ways, but there's always room for growth. We know that as, as human beings. And uh, I'm, I'm excited that accreditation gives a path to identify those and then to, to equip you for those things. Now, one of the things that people have said time and time again is, the time that this takes to do all of these things because as you go through the standards there is required evidence there's other um, supporting pieces that need to be in place and so one of the things if somebody's not accredited to have a look at first is is head on over to the website um, at luthed.org a lot of these resources are available under the nlsa tab you can see all of the things that are are listed there for you that you're going to need to have and maybe you can just do a cursory glance to start, see where you're at, what have you got? And it might be something that, hey, we can move forward with accreditation, realizing that we're gonna have to develop some of these things in our school action plan. Or maybe it'll make you realize, you know what, these are, if there's a required piece of evidence you don't have, you might need to work on getting that before you can go through the accreditation process. It does take time, and so one of the best things you can do is to start with your staff and get everybody on board to committing to this process. Let them know that it will uh, take some of their time to develop that, but if you space it out regularly, you do a, a good job looking at a calendar or committing you know, a, a staff meeting a week or something like that to the process, 
it is very, very doable. There are a lot of Lutheran schools that are accredited, a lot that each year join with NLSA and others that um, go through the reaccreditation process. But I think the teachers will find a lot of value in the process. That's been my experience, that the ones that have lamented over the time requirement at the end of look back and said, I see why we're doing this. I see how this is a help for our school and even a help for them in the classroom. You can have teachers be a part of this. You can also choose to bring in other community members to take on the role in various subcommittees that might help out. Maybe they lead a subcommittee in the facilities area or in the curriculum area or something like that. You can handpick other people in your community to be a part of this. Your church, I guarantee you, has people that could be a part of it or your church staff, your pastoral staff. Um, it could be parents can be involved in this. It could be uh, retired educators in your area. The sky's the limit for selecting people to be a, a part of this process. Um, you, they are going to have a lot of information about your school as they go through it. So whoever is working on this is certainly somebody that uh, you want to have a good relationship with um, and somebody that's not coming in with their own agenda, trying to look at the negative only of the school. This is a full 360 degree view of your school and what you're doing, leading to that action plan to help you grow. Yeah, no, there, are, there are a couple ways principals, I think, approach this. There are there are other principals that say, you know what, all the stuff I can do, and they'll take it upon themselves, and they'll submit all the evidence and link everything, which is, is a way to do it. I wouldn't say that's the best way to do it, because you're not really involving anybody else. And it is, trust me, a lot of work to link to all those documents. So you can, like Mike said, get teachers involved. I know when I did it, I had an advisory committee of parents, and it was me and those parents. And I said, if you need a resource, ask the teachers for it, because they were all parents in our school. So I gave it to our parents instead of our teachers because I really wanted that from that angle look into where everything was, which ended up being really helpful for us. Now, Mike, is is NLSA the only option for a school? Are there other options if a school wants to be accredited? There are. There's a few other options, that um, some of which maybe our listeners have heard. Uh, one of the other accreditations that's fairly common is called Cognia. And Cognia is a process that works together hand in hand with NLSA. There's a different uh, self-study process for a Cognia accreditation. And the other piece that people can look at too is what are your local state accrediting agencies? I would encourage principals to look up where they are. What are the state requirements or the state standards? My challenge to you is to exceed those state standards, go better than what they list as the minimum. But you can certainly look at other accrediting agencies and there's quite a list that uh, you can look up online to see who who works together with whom and and how that all how that all plays together hand in hand um of course i'm a big proponent for nlsa because it is very highly regarded in the education realm and the fact that we have a, a lutheran lcms based nlsa is such a credit to all of those folks who work so tirelessly from uh, the school ministry office yeah, I would really recommend that one as well. If you're going to get accredited, I would recommend NLSA. And if you're going to somehow say, oh, we need something else, I would make sure that they are reciprocal, right? Because the NLSA process is just so good, and it involves people who know what it's like to be in our Lutheran schools. You are involving people who understand the ministry and understand why we're doing what we do, and having that lens all focused on your school is so fantastic for the growth of your building. So... 
let's say you, you've gone through the accreditation process, you've put all the links in, you've gone through all the paperwork, and now it's the day where the validation team's going to be there, right? They're going to send a team of uh, usually six people out to your, your school, and they're going to look at all of the stuff you've been pouring over for the last year, and they're going to pick it apart. And they're going to look through it and they're going to say, okay, show me this. This isn't in here. Or can you explain this to me? And now you should be pretty prepared for this if you've been working with your consultant, which is another part of this we haven't really talked about. You will be assigned a consultant that will work with you through this process that knows the ins and outs of it. So you're not just handed a booklet and said, hey, go, right? And that that outside perspective of somebody who can walk you through the minutiae ends up being really helpful. So let's say all that goes well. You get through your accreditation. Now what? What do you What do you do with it? You had a great visit. They said, "Hey, great. Here's your score. You're accredited." What's next? Right. The, what's next is the. It's truly the next part of the fun part. You get to start working your school action plan. This document is something that is generated from the accreditation process, and you, as an administrator, have had a say in this. Your Your staff, your school, has spoken into this. Now it's with the support of outside eyes as well. This school action plan is something that is going to guide your, your visioning and your strategic process for the next five years. It's exciting because you, it's not a document you just want to say, oh, every May I need to submit this to my district. I better do the checklist box. But it's something that you should have printed off and, and be working on so that it can be done with quality. It can be done with meaning. The goals that are in there may take a lot of time. Some of them may not take a lot of time, but it's not something you want to back shelf. You want to find ways to fulfill these goals because they've been identified as ways that your school can improve, ways that your school can continue to grow. Rob, you brought up the role of the consultant. I'm glad you did. I think there's a few people um, that really from outside the organization want to help and support you. As a principal, you do not go through accreditation alone. A consultant is somebody that's assigned to the school from the district that is there to walk you through all the steps of the process and to hold you accountable. There are some measures that you need to meet during the planning process, even before the validation team arrives as you prepare your school act or your um, self-study. And this consultant is gonna, gonna help you with those. Make sure that you understand them, understand where they are, um, offer some suggestions that you can either take or disregard into how to put them together. And the other person that's really vital, and Rob, you alluded to this earlier, is your validation team captain. Because they'll meet with you ahead of time and, and have those conversations of here's what we're going to look for, and, and then they're going to be there to help out. When that team comes, you're really hosting the team. So um, I make, make sure that, you know, we had our visit last year, and we got, you know, the, the good food out for them and rolled out the red carpet, and lots of all this Bethany swag came out. Um, but just to thank them because the people that are serving on the team as well, they're sacrificing their time for the sake of your school. And that is so cool because it just speaks to the relationship of Lutheran school um, church workers that are all together, not just about one school, but about the ministry of God to kids and, and the families. And that's one of those things I would recommend everybody serve on. I think everyone should serve on an accreditation team at one point. So if you are going through the process this year, I would say get yourself on a team or send some teachers to get on a team because you're, there are other schools around you getting accredited. The district is always looking for people to help out with those. And then you get to see that process from that other side. Okay, here's what this school did, and here's how this process went for them, and here's what their self-study looked like. But also, it's a great way to steal good ideas. 
because you'll visit another school and you'll go, oh, this is such an awesome thing. And you'll take that and you'll bring it back to where you're at. And just even being involved in that visiting team process can improve your school just because you get to see new great ideas. That's really well said. I think from the times I've I've gone out on a lot of teams and it's always um, sometimes the teachers dread at my own school dread when I go on a team because they're like, oh, what's he going to bring back and want to implement? <laughs> but the Lutheran schools have such great things that they're doing. And to go and see these firsthand, it's exciting. So if you're, as Rob said, if you're thinking about the accreditation process or it's coming up for you, getting on a team can really open your eyes uh, to not just the process, um, but things that you could do as you go through the process. Um, so huge encouragement for me, get on a team, get to be a part of it. Um, you will grow as a, as an educator, you'll grow in your field and it'll help and grow your school as well. Now, I think we've distilled accreditation down to its bare parts and talked at some depth about them. Do you have any action items somebody can take away? If let's say they have their visit coming up, some schools will have visits coming up soon. Some people are crazy and pick fall visits. Uh, usually everyone else picks a spring visit because it gives you a little more time. But do you have anything that you would tell somebody right now if they came to you and then said, hey, you know, my accreditation is this year. What should I be doing? For sure. My, my recommendation is to plan effective time in your schedule to deal with accreditation. Even if you make it a recurring weekly appointment on your calendar that you're going to have an hour or however much time you feel you need to sit down and really look at it, Take that time. Uh, make it a meaningful part for you. I really would not want to see somebody whip through accreditation really quick just to put the check in the box. There's so much more depth and meaning than that. So I would encourage that and uh, also encourage the uh, getting to know other people in your area. You as an administrator can also recommend people to serve on your validation team who you think would be really helpful for your school. So think about what might that team look like. The district will assign people to that team, but you have a say as well. So um, think about what might that makeup be and how would you want to speak into that? Rob, what would you say to that? What are your main points with something like this? I would say don't be afraid to give yourself a low score or a high score. And I'll, I'll explain both of those. So I think there are some times where our Lutheran modesty kicks in and we go, oh, well, that's okay, but I don't think that's great. But if you give yourself a four for that item, so like Mike said, it's one through four. Four is really reserved for we think we're doing this better than everyone else and everyone should learn from us. And I think all of our schools have at least one of those things. And give yourself that four because that gives an opportunity for someone to recognize the great work you're doing. They might have glossed over it and said, oh, okay, it's a three. They have everything here. But putting a four there makes them look at that. Okay, is this deserving of a four? And sometimes they'll come back and they'll say, absolutely. We love this. We think this is a great idea. And sometimes they'll say, you know what? This is great, but here are the couple things that could be improved because it's not quite there. And that helps you because sometimes we are kind of blinded by what we have going on at our school. And the reverse of that is also true. If you have something that you say, okay, we, we, beat, we meet the standard. That's a three. If you're on the fence about that and you're not quite sure, like, ah, it's close, it's good enough, I would give yourself a two in that area because that will force you to look at that until it is resolved. That goes in your action plan then. Anything lower than a three goes in your action plan. And maybe, again, the reverse is true. Maybe the team says, you know what, I know you're being a little hard on yourself, but I think this is great. Here's a three. Here's why. And it gives you that perspective. So don't be afraid 
to score yourselves a little higher or a little lower. That's great advice, Rob. Absolutely. Overall, I pray that the schools that are going through accreditation right now, that they find it to be a blessing this year and that they can see God's hand working through that. For those of you that are not accredited, um, my challenge would be to say, um, what, what's holding you back? And how could you remove those barriers? Because uh, the blessing of this and being able to share with your community that you are an accredited school, it gives you some clout. It gives you some uh, validation in the community so that parents are, uh, are excited to be able to send their kids to a school where standards are met and the school is reviewed and there's a reflective process in place. So I uh, pray God's blessings on all those as accreditation continues to happen this year. Yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed this episode and has a good week. And as always, if you have any questions about anything here, Mike and I are always available. Uh, email, phone call, let us know and we can help you out.